Hello, everyone, and thank you guys so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Dorney's Vinyl. This week, um, I'm, well, let me let me start here. If you're new to this podcast, I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, I really appreciate it a lot. Uh, this is about, what, episode, I think, 24 or 23? Yeah, no, it's 25. Episode 25 of season four. So we are just cruising along here. Uh, this is a weekly podcast. Every other podcast that I do, so pretty much every pod, odd, every odd podcast is an album review where I typically go over an album that was done um, prior to when I was born. And then the other podcasts are what I call EP extra extra podcasts. Uh, half of them are games, you know, little, little games like album cover, password, uh, album millionaire, uh, things like that with guests starring my wife. And the other half then are just little tidbits of information, movie reviews, book reviews uh, about kind of classic rock or classic or, or 70s, 80s artist. But today's album podcast, I decided to do something a little bit different. So I I don't really, I, I think I, I called it old school album, but it's not really old school. Um, so I don't, I don't necessarily have a name for it. But essentially what I did is I took an artist that was mostly popular during the 70s, 80s, the time period that I'm doing album podcasts for, and I'm doing an album that they released within the past, like, well, I'll, I'll say it's after 2015. I don't want to give it, like, a past 5, 10 years, because pretty soon they might not be a lot of them left that, that are releasing albums. But anyway, so today, I, I, for the first, this is the first time I'm doing this, so we'll see how it works. Today I chose Blondie's album Pollinator. So what I'll do is I'll run through this just like I, I typically do my album podcast. I'll go through the artist, the album, the personnel, the tracks, take a break, and then go through my song rankings and album score, just just like really any other podcast. Um, but really just talking about a, a newer album that was a new, I, I, I think, pretty popular album that was released by an older band. So I'll start off with Blondie. So Blondie, the, the band formed in 1974 in New York City. They were active from 1974 to 1982, and then from 1997 to the present. The band was co-founded by Debbie Harry and Chris Stein, with other main members including Frank Infante, Jimmy Destry, Gary Valentine, Nigel Harrison, and Clem Burke. They have sold over 40 million records worldwide, have been nominated for two Grammy Awards, and were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2006. They have released 11 studio albums and 38 singles. Of their studio albums, on the U.S. Billboard 200, they had five top 40s and two top 10s. And on the U.K. albums chart, they had nine top 40s and seven top 10s and two number ones. In the U.S. Hot 100, for their singles, their 38 singles, they had eight top 40s, four top 10s, and four number ones. So all of their top 10s were number ones. And on the UK singles chart, they had 19 top 40s, 11 top 10s, and 6 number 1s. So that's that's a pretty good number. So now getting into Pollinator. So Pollinator is their 11th of 11 studio albums that was that have been released by Blondie. So in the summer of 2015, the band announced that they were going to be working on an album with producer John Congleton. They recruited numerous collaborators with band member Chris Stein saying, quote, we thought to ask people because there's so much good music swirling about. We sorted the contributors ourselves. 
where someone would send us a bunch of songs and we'd pick one, end quote. In the winter then of 2015, the band filmed a concert performance in Chicago, and it aired in January 2017 and contained two songs that, from the new album. The album was officially announced in March of 2017 in Mojo Magazine, and the album was released on May 5th, 2017. It peaked at number 63 in the U.S. and number 4 in the U.K., so Blondie was still very popular in the U.K. Reviews of the album are mostly positive. Robert Criscow, who, as if you are any what familiar with my podcast, is the guy that I go to for reviews, gave it an A-, writing, quote, not much clever pan-referentiality in the most consistent material this 43-year-old band has assembled since No Exit half a career ago in 1998. So essentially he said that it was the best album that he's heard from the band in 20 years. And Jim Farber of Entertainment Weekly rated it a B+, writing, quote, If songs like these paint Pollinator as Blondie's self-tribute album, who cares? They deserve it after all these years, end quote. And other reviews of the album include Pitchfork, rating it 6.7 out of 10, The Guardian, rating it 4 out of 5 stars, and Rolling Stone Magazine, rating it 3.5 out of 5 stars. So now the personnel on the album. So Blondie the band consists of Debbie Harry on vocals, Chris Stein on guitar, Clem Burke on drums, Lee Fox on bass guitar, Matt Katz-Bowen on keyboards, and Tommy Kessler on guitar. And other personnel on the album include include Gregory Brothers doing backing vocals on track 8, Joan Jett doing backing vocals on track 1, Johnny Marr on guitar, John Roberts on backing vocals on track 9, Nick Valenci doing guitar on track... Oh, just guitar. And What Cheer Brigade... What Cheer Brigade doing horns and drums on track 9. So now I will get into, we'll just go right into our track listing. So track number one is Doom or Destiny, which was written by Chris Stein and Debbie Harry. Track two is Long Time, which was written by Harry and Dev Hines. The track was released as the second single off the album. And about the song, Stephen Thompson of NPR wrote, quote, Though deliberate echoes of Heart of Glass make themselves heard, in the song's opening seconds, Long Time never feels like a mere rehash. If anything, it functions as terrific connective tissue between Blondie's seminal past work and a future brighter than fans had any right to expect. It's the best Blondie song in ages and a joy to behold. End quote. And John Blistin, Blistein of Rolling Stone magazine said that the song, quote, captures Blondie's signature disco-tinged punk sound with a big mix of synths and guitars that pulse beneath a rush of cymbals, end quote. Track three is Already Naked, which was written by Matthew Katz-Bowen, Laurel Katz-Bowen, and Lucian Pian. I hope I... Wow, those names are very difficult to pronounce. Track four is Fun, which was written by David Sitek, Daniel Ladinsky, Eric Hassel, and Adam Firez. It was released as the first single off the album, and a music video for the song was directed by Daikal Rimash. Again, I apologize for everyone whose names I am absolutely butchering. Track 5 is My Monster, which was written by Johnny Marr. Track 6 is Best Day Ever, which was written by Sia. Yes, Sia, the pop star. 
and Nick Valencia. Track 7 is Gravity, which was written by Charlotte Atchison, a.k.a. Charlie XCX, and Dimitri Tikovoy, who, again, name I definitely just butchered. Track 8 is When I Gave Up On You, which was written by Michael Gregory and Andrew Gregory, or I'm assuming the Gregory Brothers. Track 9 is Love Level, which was written by Stein and Harry. Track 10, Too Much, which was written by M. Katz Bowen and L. Katz Bowen. It was released as the third single off the album, and this song was one of the first to be recorded for the new album, and it's about recovering after a breakup, after thinking that the relationship was meant to last, and picking up the pieces and leaving, still being in love. And the song was also praised with the key writing, quote, Pierced with synths and one of the catchiest hooks on the record, too much is another contemporary classic, end quote. And last, but certainly not least, track 11, Fragments, was written by Adam Johnston. So that concludes this informational section of the podcast. It was a bit shorter um, than some of the other informational sections that I've done, just because uh, newer albums, they don't have much more really to, as much to talk about, really. But anyway, so I'll take a short little break here, and when I come back, I will get into my song rankings and my album scores, so stay tuned for that. Alright, I am back after that short little break, and I will get into my song rankings. So what I do is I go through the album, I listen to it from track 1 to track 11, but then I go through and I just rank my least favorite song to my favorite track. So, at number 11, I have When I Gave Up On You. So, I liked the change of pace that this song brought to the album. I feel like the album really needed that change of pace. However, I was not really a fan of how the guitar sounded on this one. Um, I don't know, I couldn't really tell you why the guitar was really bothering me. Um, I just, the only thing I could think of, it was just had like an odd song for the, an odd sound for the type of song. And, and, and the chorus to me on this one wasn't that great either, um, but yeah. So I did like the, the false ending that this one had, though. Like, I, I honestly thought that the song had ended, but the, the false ending kind of, it got me. And the favorite lyrics I had on this one were, Goodbye is so hard to say, and that's the reason I hadn't already walked away. At number 10, I have Too Much. So I liked the um, I liked the musical intro that kind of fades away once the vocals start. This song, surprisingly, even though it was my number 10, it might have my favorite chorus in it. My only complaint on this one, though, is that after, like, uh, so this was track 10. After 10 tracks, almost every, like, instrumental part sounded the same, and all the songs kind of just blended together. Don't get me wrong, like, Blondie is absolutely great at what they do, and this album sounded fresh, but it just, it just felt like it needed some, like, some type of variety that sometimes you get on, on, sometimes you got on their, their past albums. This was also the only song, really, that, on this album, that didn't really have that, like, that lengthy instrumental closing that I will talk about on, on some other songs. And my favorite lyrics for this one were, I'm not free, I can hardly breathe, you locked me outside my heart. At number nine, I have Already Naked. So this is the first song that slightly, just slightly, sounded auto-tuned. 
don't get me wrong, and again, this is only track three, but I still thoroughly enjoyed the vocals. But and, and and don't get me wrong, she also still sounds really good. Drummer definitely earned his paycheck on this one. I would like to hear a little bit more from the guitars on this one, though. Like they they, they aren't like giving me that 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 awesome riff that I know some 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 different tracks have. It's a bit odd though to hear her singing songs about sex. I mean, this is a band that formed in the '70s, so she. I, I don't know exactly how old she is, but she if she was 20 in 1974, she would be 70 or, or like 68 now. So it's a bit odd. Again, like I said, so far we haven't gotten that stunner guitar solo yet. and I But I like the little laugh that you got at the end of this song. My favorite lyrics were, are you getting dizzy because there's something in the water? At number eight, I have Best Day Ever. So finally, we get a song that gives the guitar a chance to breathe. However, on this one, the vocals just, they didn't do too much for me. Um, really, there wasn't much for me on on either the beginning of the song or the chorus. Lyrically, though, these, these songs are, I, I will say, the tracks are pretty good, lyrically. Uh, no song has really lost me so far. I like the sound of the instrumental rift on this one. And my favorite lyrics were, I hope it's enough to give my love to get on with this breakup. At number seven, I have Love Level. So I'm really liking the horns and the hip-hop feel like on, on this song. I don't know. It had, it had that hip-hop feel for me. I like the guitar that's in the background. The male vocalist on this song really adds a great layer to the song. And, and the mix that that male vocalist has... With like with the beat to it, it, it just makes it a really catchy song. I will say though, the only the only disappointment I had with this one, or the only really thing I had on this one, was that it kind of turned into the male song at the end, um, and and it almost like pushed Debbie off this song. So I mean, I know it's Blondie, but it, it kind of pushed her off. And my favorite lyrics were, "What goes up must come down." Looking at the love we found, gotta get to you somehow. I can barely reach you now. At number six. I have fun, and this one has a kind of pun, I guess, have fun opening. Um, but again, like the the songs about sex, like it's they, I don't know, it's just odd knowing that the band it or, or the band itself is forty three years old. Half the members are probably in their sixty five plus retirement age, so it's it's a bit it's a bit odd. Again, if there's like. So I said this on on previous songs, and in like the the personnel, there's no synthesizer listed. However, if there's not a synthesizer, the instrumentalists are doing absolutely incredible. I'm pretty sure there's got to be synthesizers, um, but no one was listed as playing them. It does sound very like plucky though, so I could believe it if there wasn't synthesizers. Song to me sounds like um, one of their like 70s or 80s songs. The, and, and I think it's the guitar that really does it for me, that makes it, that brings it back to those songs. I like how they really let the songs play out with the different instruments. For this one, like the bass guitar at the end of the song, like I feel like it has a good 20, 25 seconds to just play out. And my favorite lyrics for this one were, You know the problem with you, you're too good to be true, You're my heart, I can't get enough, And time after time, you're on time, I get the feeling that you're changing my mind. At number five, 
I have Gravity. So every song, like I said, has like a fresh, somewhat fresh sound to it. Um, I love how they use like their musical pauses, especially in this one. There, it's it, it definitely, like I said, like I was talking about synthesizer, this definitely sounds like keyboard sound effects. And every single one like fits the song perfectly. I'm I'm wondering really though, like, does the drummer ever get tired? Because I feel like he is carrying a lot of these songs. The third verse on this one, the only complaint that I really have, the third verse on this one sounded a bit too muffled um, to really sound good and really bring impact to the song. Again, I like how they give the song time to wind down. And my favorite lyrics for this one were, You chewed my heart and spat it out. Now you're run, run, running away. You didn't pick me off the floor. Will you catch me on my way down? At number four, and this one I had a lot to say about it, but not not in a bad way. Number four, I have Fragments. So, I'll be honest. When I first heard this song, I thought the, it was called Fragments because it was pieces of songs put together. I was completely wrong. But I'll just get into it. I like the pace that we're starting with on this song. Unfortunately, though, I feel like Harry's vocals are better on the faster songs. I love how it has like uh, that like a really rapid tempo increase to it, and I can hear the bass guitar on this one. The first part of this song isn't really a fragment of a song, like I said, like like I thought it was pieces of a song. I th- and and like I said, it sounds great on as, as its own song. And, and I really think that this one might be the best song lyrically. And the reason I got confused was it was because there's a, a hidden track. And I, I the hidden track is called Tonight. It features Laurie Anderson. I personally do not like hidden tracks. Because it's so, t- like, if you don't know a hidden track is there, you're just going to turn off the, the song before it's even over. And this one has, a like, a full-on, like, six-minute hidden track on it. I... So, so, but, but the hidden track then sounds ominous, and the hidden track has good, like, the drum pounding on on the song. It's a good, the, the hidden track is a really great song on its own. My favorite lyrics for this one were, and it's the closest I can be to egocentricity. This overwhelming sense of rejection will sneak behind and tear at me, and it'll slam me to the ground into reality, and I'll deal with my disparity. At number three, I have Doom or Destiny. The drum, like, there's just, like, a drum explosion at the beginning, and then we get pretty much right into the vocals with pretty much no lead-up. Debbie Harry still sounds pretty good on this song, and I can hear, like, I can hear Joan Jett's background vocals, but she's relatively quiet. Like, I wish she was a little bit louder. This one has a, it has a great guitar riff. Nothing flashy, but it adds, like, it adds really good depth to this song. The drums are definitely the key, I feel like, to this song and and to many songs on this album. And my favorite lyrics for this one were, Dark as a winter's moonless night, dark as a velvet cape, I realize I can't revise as dark as the other side. At number two, we have My Monster. So I like the harmony vocals on this one. Really, the only complaint that I have right now is that the drums are overpowering any chance of hearing the bass guitar on this one the rhythm guitarists though are definitely doing great i'm still somewhat waiting for that flashy riff to come and i will say though that this song had a had a good little instrumental to it there's definitely an electronic sound at the end of this one 
And my favorite lyrics were, Human beings are stupid things when we're young, scared stiff straight all woos and shakes on us. And last but not least, the number one song, I, I don't think this comes at any surprise, Long Time, um, it's a, it, it's like I, it's a relatively simple sounding song. I personally did not see the, the, um, the heart of glass sound to it, but I, I guess, um, I guess it's there. The instrumentals definitely, I thought they sounded fresh. Like it wasn't like they didn't sound like a seventies, eighties band trying to make it in 2017. Like they were fresh. The vocals, Debbie Harry's vocals, they're aged, but they're not out of tune, at least on this song. I liked how they slow the sounds, they slow the song down when you get into the bridges and the choruses. And again, like I said, per the liner notes, there wasn't, a, there's not a synthesizer on it. So the instrumentalist and, and the keyboardist specifically does a great job, but I, I'm pretty sure there, there are synthesizers on this. And my favorite lyrics were, does it take you a long time? Does it make you upset? Does it make you think everybody wants to be your friend? So that concludes my album, or my, sorry, my song rankings. Now the next up is going to be my album score. So what I do is I give them scores out of 10. So I look at the scores for lyrics, vocals, and instrumentals. And I go through then and, and, and give them scores, you know, out of 10. And that's called my Dorney score. So lyrically, I gave it an 8 out of 10. The songs I pointed to lyrically were Fragments, Long Time, and Love Level. Vocally, I gave it a 7, pointing to Doomer, Destiny, Gravity, My Monster. And instrumentally, I gave it a 7.5, pointing to Love Level, Doomer, Destiny, and Best Day Ever. So those three scores will go into will get multiplied by 2 when we go into the total score. U.S. chart, it unfortunately only scored a 2 points out of 10, because it only peaked at number 63. And UK chart, it scored 8 points out of 10 because it peaked at number 4. Singles, it did not have any top 40 charting singles in the US, so it unfortunately gets 0 points there. And album cover, I gave it an 8.5 because I liked the creativity on it. So total score, it unfortunately only scored a 63.5. It was unfortunately hurt by the US chart scores. But anyway, that concludes Blondie's Pollinator. So I want to thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode. It was a little bit different. If you enjoyed the kind of, again, I don't know what I'm going to call it, new school, I guess. I, new, new school album? I don't know. But if you enjoyed this podcast and you want to hear more of them, go follow me on Instagram at Dorney's Vinyl. You can send me a message and say, hey, I liked your Pollinator podcast. Or you can comment on the Instagram post that I do when I, when I post that the podcast is live. Um, so go do that if you enjoyed this, if you enjoyed this podcast, go follow me on Instagram. Um, I'm not sure we should still be in the voting for, uh, season four, season five podcast. We should be nearing the end on that. So if you have any albums that you want to hear in season five, make sure you go and vote, um, vote now and vote, vote for, for any that you want to hear in season five. We're, we're starting to get the lineup together for that. Anyway, thank you guys for listening, and I will see you guys next week uh, with an EP and extra podcast, so stay tuned for that.